I'm here with Steve Crandall from Devil Backbones Brewery in Roseland, Virginia. I don't know much about you other than you're relatively close to home, but I just haven't been able to make it over the mountains to, to get to you yet. Well, so tell me a little bit about how old, how big, yeah. uh, things like that. We've been in business two and a half years. We have a, a 10 hectoliter, eight and a half barrel uh, Zeman Miyake system. Uh, it was a German engineered Japanese manufactured brewery uh, that I bought that was in a restaurant in Tokyo. And I looked for it for two years. It has a internal calandria, you know, so uh, it uh, does a great job uh, in the brewing side. Also, we have a decoction vessel there that we use a lot for some of our beers. Uh, we're only producing right now about 800 barrels a year. We're maxed out. Uh, we have distributors, and everybody's screaming about wanting more beer. We can't produce it. Um, we are right now, uh, we poured today a slab on a 15,000-square-foot facility. Uh, we're getting a, a, a Rolex system delivered October 1st, and uh, we'll start doing a production uh, brewing in uh, 1st of December. How big is the new system? Excuse me? How big is the new system? Uh, it's a 30-barrel system, yeah. 30-barrel, yeah. And uh, where are you available now, and where will you be available Okay, right now we're really available just in central Virginia. Um, you know, we're only putting out uh, maybe 10 kegs a week to our one distributor. Um, once we get the production facility open, we're going to concentrate on central Virginia first. Uh, and then from there work out to some of the bigger uh, beer areas like uh, northern Virginia and uh, Virginia Beach and Richmond. And once we feel like we have, have done a, a good enough job in Virginia... Then we're going to look at going outside the state. Sounds good. You know, really grow the base before you, yes, you know, spread yourself too wide. It, you know, it's, I think it's really important. Um, you know, it's a challenging thing to do regardless. And, uh, you know, we're going to stick close to home and try to do a really good job there before we move beyond the borders. But uh, it's, it's, it's in the game plan to eventually do that. So I've never had any of your beer until just now. I'm drinking a beer called Azriel. But let's start off talking about some of your flagship beers and, and then go down yeah. from there. Well, right now we're serving here a Vienna Lager. Uh, that's won a gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival and uh, won a silver at the World Beer Cup. Um, it, uh, it will be our flagship beer. Uh, we also have an IPA that we call 8-point IPA that uh, we'll be rolling out as one of the flagship beers. We have four beers that, that we make that are on tap all the time. There's a Hefeweizen and, um, and um, what the heck's the other one? Oh, my God. Saver. Saver does that to you. Uh, yeah, well, we've got the Vienna, we got the Heffy, we got the 8-point, and we... What's our fourth beer? What's our fourth beer? Vienna Heffy. Wintergreen Vice. It's an 8-point IPA. It's Vienna Lager and Gold Leaf. Lager. Gold Leaf. Gold Leaf. The Gold Leaf Lager is amazingly approachable. It's our best seller in the restaurant. You know, we're in an area where uh, craft beer has not really been been. And a lot of people, that's sort of an introductory beer. And, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't have a lot of uh, a lot of zing to it, but uh, people seem to love it. And uh, But we're, we're going to stick with the Vienna and the uh, eight-point rollout. You know, you are a pinpoint out in the middle of nowhere, almost up in the mountains. You know, it's it is. They said it wouldn't work. You know, we be, we have 300 seats in, in the restaurant and in the, the beer garden, but we've become a destination. Um, and uh, we are outside a four-season resort, uh, ski resort, so that does bring a lot of traffic to us. But right now, uh, Nelson County, with 14,000 people, we have a shirt that we made that says, Nelson County, Virginia, more breweries than stoplights. We have three breweries in the county and one stoplight. 
Yeah, I was at the uh, GABF, uh, was it two years ago, and you guys started winning a lot of awards. And everyone I'm sitting around was like, who's Devil's Backbone? Yeah, you know? So it was very cool, you know. Like, Asriel, I'm drinking it right now. It's uh, it's like a Belgian strong or something yes, like that. Belgian what we got? strong. Um, Jason, you, can you explain to Asriel, to this gentleman, here's our brewer, Jason Oliver. I'll let you talk. Hi. Hello. Hey, um, Hello, Jason. Hey, I'm doing well. Um, the Azrael is a Belgian-inspired uh, golden ale, you know, brewed in the vein of, you know, your Duval, Lucifer, that sort of style of beer. I use the Duval yeast strain as well as champagne yeast in its production, and uh, I think you get some interesting notes of uh, apple and pear from the Duval strain. I think you get some, uh, some fruity notes from the champagne yeast itself. In fact, it reminds me of it has some white wine notes to it. Um, use German hops, uh, German Czech hops, Northern Brew for bitter, and then Saz hops for aroma. And uh, use sugar in the production of this beer to help lighten the body. And uh, and so, yeah, it's just uh, it's the third time we've been brewing it. It comes back every spring or summertime. And uh, it's been a real popular beer for us. Also, it's called Azrael because initially it was named Gargamel. And then I noticed that Allagash had a beer called Gargamel. I was like, oh, I better change it before they... They, they yell at me, so uh, we just changed another Smurf reference. So you, know. you might have been a good collaboration going if you kept it the same, like yeah. the uh, Salvation, right? Right. right. I, I should I should give him a call, and you know, I talked to one of the reps, and they said, "Yeah, the gargamel we made, we probably will never brew it again." And so you probably could have kept the name. I said, "Well, yeah, so maybe we'll do something." I'll give him a call. Asriel's fine. I, I think the people that need to get it will get it, right? Yeah, right. So the Etalogers showed the beer reporting tonight. You know, it's a pretty. I would say it's a mainstream style because of Sam Adams' Boston Lager. So yeah. help my listeners who have, can't taste your beer tonight contrast it from what Sam Adams does. Um, I think our Vienna Lager is not as hoppy as Sam Adams. I don't think it's as fruity as Sam Adams. It's, um, you know, I think Sam Adams always had a fair amount of hops in it. It wasn't like, you know, your traditional Vienna Lager. I think this is more akin to... Uh, you know, I think it's. I think this kind of lager is a little more Germanic in nature. It's a little more. I don't know what you find on the continent in this regards. You know, I spent half my career, over half my career, exclusively brewing German style beers, and um, so I, I think it's pretty uh, traditional or contemporary, you could say, uh, for for an amber lager. You know, similar to Meritzen's, because really Vienna lagers aren't even. They're not like that in Vienna anymore in Austria. So. Unfortunately, I haven't made it there to actually try a true one, so I'm kind of, you know, thinking of, you know, what's the best Vienna that I've been able to try? And because you you know, try that? I would love to, because you know, imports, you know, you got the whole age problem, you know. But you know, if you go to say Bavaria or Bamberger, like the, the, the Arvina lager would be similar to some of the uh, the lagers from that area. Uh, yeah, not not the smoked ones, but the other ones. Yeah, I mean, for my first sip, you know, it's. It's not the same kind of malt and hops you think. It's I don't mean this in a bad way, even though it might sound that first off, but it's a little bit mushroomy. You know, I'm getting a little bit of the earthiness, like a like a like a cremini mushroom, you know. In, where, in that beer? Yeah, in this beer. As opposed to uh, you know, what I think of, you know, a Sam Adams. Well, I think it's probably you know, it's definitely a maltier beer. I think it's definitely uh, and you're gonna get, you know, malty notes from it and uh, Malt flavors may can perhaps be translated as earthy too. It's a lot less hoppy. You're right about that. It's a lot less hoppy than what Sam Adams is. It's a very good beer, but yeah, I'm just I just keep getting drawn to mushroom 
you know, and not in a bad way, not in a foot stinky, gross way, right. but in a, just a, like, hey, it's kind of mushroomy. Yeah, the caramel flavors. I don't get the mushrooms at all, so, uh, no, I mean, I, to each their own, but uh, you get, I think, more hints of like subtle caramel notes, subtle toasty notes out of this, uh, out of this beer. It's very, it's a very the nice drinker. Silver medal winner at the 2009 Great American Beer Festival, too. So, you know, there's nothing to be said. You know, nothing that competes with a blind tasting, right? You know, you need a, a blind tasting. You really set, you need a blind tasting. You really set things straight. Right, right. And it was great talking with you. And someday, I hope to make it down the Devil's Backbone. It's a cool destination because you can hit several brewers all once in our area. We have a really good, tight knit community of brewers, and in the greater kind of like central Virginia um, well actually Virginia is a great camaraderie but in our area is uh, unique it's very cool yeah definitely if you're driving through central Virginia you, know, you need to check these guys out they're critically acclaimed they got their uh, World Beer Cup trophy sitting here on the table and uh, it's a it's a pretty good Vienna lager in the Azrael you know, I wish I could try more of yours thank you very much hey thank you very much cheers This podcast was produced by the Brewers Association and presented by Craft Beer Radio. To find more information on Savor or further podcasts, visit craftbeerradio.com slash savor or craftbeer.com. This content is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information.